Welcome to the New School of Success. I'm Nick Maytash. And I'm Julian Rosen, and we are here to turn the game of success on its head. No more hustle, no more grind. Just the tried and true principles to help you win at life on your own terms. Class is in session. Hello, hello, Nick Maytash here, and before we get to the full-length episode, which will be happening in just a few moments here, um, I wanted to share a little initiative that myself and Julian's going to be a part of it, and a bunch of other coaches and leaders have put together in response to the coronavirus and COVID situation that we have going on. So it is a Facebook group called Heroes of Healing, and this is the premise of said Facebook group. I spent some time thinking about how to respond and how to really use my gifts as a coach and leader uh, in this space in a way that felt like a win-win for everybody. And this group is what I came up with. Julian's agreed to be a part of it. There's other coaches and leaders as well as a couple of guests that we've had on the show, Nick Tillia, John Marone, they will both be in, uh, a part of it as well. And the idea is that we're trying to address two problems. One is the circumstantial problems that some people might be experiencing because of this scenario. So there might be small business owners that are currently out of work and out of business because of what's going on and they need funds, they need um, support in that sense. There might be people that are looking for food and groceries that can't get it delivered to or, and or can't afford them in this moment. There might be other people that are just missing out on, on seeing their loved ones and the circumstantial pain of not experiencing their normal life has been frustrating. So there's this one side where we're trying to help with the circumstantial stress of this scenario. And then the other side of this is we're trying to support and serve those that are, are looking for someone to uplift them when they're experiencing the emotional stressors, the mental stressors, the maybe the financial stressors stressors of the the experience. So to address the first thing, what happens is to be a part of this Facebook group, the Heroes of Healing Facebook group, it's just a $15 donation to a cause of your choosing related to the COVID situation. So that could be getting a gift card to a local business, that could be a uh, a donation to something like Meals on Wheels, where they're delivering meals to older folks or some people that need the, the meals br brought to them. Um, there are many different ways that you could use your money for a good cause. $15 is all we ask as a way to spread love to those that need it in this moment in time. So $15 donation, you screenshot that donation and you DM me on Instagram, Nick underscore moving past mediocre. That becomes your ticket to getting inside this Facebook group. And the really cool part about the Facebook group, at least in my opinion, is once you're inside of it, there's going to be an amazing community of humans that one, have already donated and you know they're heart-centered and you know they're giving and, and wholesome people. So they're in the group with you having your back. But in the actual Facebook group, you will get, be getting some exclusive trainings and exclusive kind of inspiration hours, if you will, from myself, Julian, and some other awesome coaches and leaders that really know and understand how to create life from the inside out. So when you see these big, mean, scary circumstances of the coronavirus breathing down your neck, what we are here to deliver to you and to offer to you is ways to see it differently and open up your perceptions so that if you do, choose to see it in a different way. You can feel a little bit different. You can make different decisions. And from your place of like literally having a different experience of life right now than you've ever been used to, um, our, our hope is through these inspiration hours and trainings within that Facebook group, 
will allow you to shift those perceptions, see things differently, move through it in a powerful way instead of feeling entrapped by the coronavirus and the COVID situation. So we are there to support you within the group. You are going to support people as you enter into the group because you're going to give $15 to a cause of your choosing. And in both directions of this, you giving 15 bucks uh, just to get into the group. And again, DMing the screenshot of that to Nick underscore moving past mediocre. That gives you the link to the group from there. And then once you get inside the group, we will be there to hold you up, to support you. And there will be an awesome, awesome community of humans there to have your back as well. So that's what I wanted to start with before we get into the actual episode, the Heroes of Healing Facebook group. I'm so excited about it. I'm excited to have Julian in there and everybody else that's going to be involved. It's going to be an awesome, awesome place to really shift the energy from fear and scarcity and and just, frankly, frustration with almost being robbed of the circumstances that we are so used to, shifting the energy from that to a place of love and peace and opportunity and joy, because once we shift the energy, the circumstances will then change as a result. Okay, friends? So go ahead and do that $15 donation. Give it to somebody that you really think needs it right now, whether it be an organization or a small business or what have you. Send a screenshot of your donation to Nick underscore moving past mediocre, and then we'll get you in the group. And then you'll have some awesome training starting next week, Monday through Friday, every single day. One of us are going to hop on and do some really cool stuff on Facebook Live. I think that's all I got. So from here, here comes me and Julian. Peace. Welcome. You. Good looking son of a bitch. God, it's good to have you here with us on another episode of the new school of success and put on your party pants and an extra pair of underwear, if you know what I mean, because we're bringing the positivity today. We're bringing the truth today and let's address the elephant in the room. Let's address, the, let's address the Timothy Oliphant in the room. <laughs> it's an actor. Yeah, that's uh, great. That's wonderful. I would say upper B list, but um, yeah, like, Shit's getting a little wild out there with coronavirus 19, COVID 41. Like, get a little crazy, a little wiggly, a little wacky. Uh, and we are going to be your dose of sanity right now. And so, Nick, what are we going to talk about today that's going to that's gonna actually help these people during this time where most people are pulling the old shit button? Ah, the old shit button. Would we pull the button or would we push it? Crank the shaft. <laughs> sure. So... <laughs> Let me get this out real quick. So yeah, obviously with the circumstances of the world right now, wherever you are located, it might look and feel differently to you. But the COVID situation, the coronavirus situation has put a lot of people in a state, an emotional state of... It's a whack attack. Yes. A panic, worry, anxiety, uh, frustration, just fear, really, of what the unknown is that is coming because uh, as we've talked about at length on this podcast, the unknown can be a scary place for many. It's where we all get tripped up. It's where we freak out a little bit and, and think the world is coming to an end. And now here we are in a circumstance that kind of feels like in a general sense that the world might be coming to an end if you were to see it in that way, especially if you're watching the news all day, turn off your goddamn TVs. But The point here being, again, we're going to give you a dose of sanity because what we want you to understand is, yes, there's these conditions that are kind of floating through the air, both metaphorically and, you know, realistically in in this uh, current moment in time. But there is there are gifts here. There are there is something within this scenario where you can 
lock in on how to actually move your forward, your life forward in a positive and an inspiring, empowering way. Because frankly, as we've talked about plenty on this podcast, it is not so much the circumstances that are out in front of you, but how you're thinking, feeling, and acting amidst those circumstances that allows things to change in your favor. So um, we have like this grand challenge in front of us, this, this monstrosity of a circumstance that nobody would ask for, but now that it's here, what can we do with it? How can we use this time that we're all kind of hanging out in our house, not going anywhere, um, maybe not working, maybe, uh, maybe you are working and maybe you don't want to because you're a cop or a firefighter or a nurse or what have you, or a doctor, but it, whatever the circumstance is for you, the point being, we can use this as that challenge and almost a call to arms of the inside gate, understanding how we're thinking, how we're feeling, and how we're using that to operate through our day. Um, because without it, if you just stare at the TV or you just stare at your phone while everybody blows up on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram about how terrible this stuff is, you will end up in the fetal position. And that's not going to help you move through this, get to the other side of it and actually have something to say about what happens next for you. And we are here to give you the gifts of how to avoid that fetal position and know that it might just be one of the best things that happened to you. And even if your brain, your ego is like, no, no way. Um, we want to give you some tools and some ideas as to why it actually might be the best thing that ever happened to you. So with that, yeah. Julian, I'm going to let you riff for a little bit. What, well, you, uh, you think the coronavirus is a dis ease? You know what, Julian? It might just be a dis <laughs> dash ease. That's an ongoing joke for all of our, all of our OG listeners. Yes, um, very much so. But yeah, like Nick was saying, your ego is the piece of you. We talk about your ego a lot. It's the piece of you that just says, hey, you, where your skin ends, the world begins. And life is this big, scary competition, and it's you versus the world. And if you're not winning, you're losing. If you lose, you're going to die. So here, here's a bunch of armor, and here's a bunch of self-preservation. Here's a bunch of fear. Here's a bunch of scarcity. Here's a bunch of us versus them mentality to keep the mind-body safe. Um, and it doesn't matter if there's a coronavirus or SARS or a bunch of birds that are shitting Ebola on everything like the rules. Yeah. The swine flu, the, the rules don't change the rules, the universal laws of cause and effect, the law of attraction, like the law of universality, universality, whatever the one that the oneness, everything is the connected. oneness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like those don't actually, those don't like momentarily pause and turn off because there's a sickness going around, right? Like I know people keep, correlating you know coronavirus to flu and comparing them and i know they're different but like yeah like diseases spread all the time the rules don't change the mm -hmm. rules don't change so whether you're watching the news or not whether you're preoccupied with what's next or not it's still always now it will never not be this moment even the moments you waste worrying are still this moment of now. And the, and the thing that you're worried about coming to get you this big bad doomsday, even if that thing ever did come, it would only happen here now. So you might as well get here now. And so I think right now a lot of get, people are getting pulled out of the now. They're getting pulled into this frantic what's next, this negative what's next. And that's just the, how the human mind operates. When we, when we, anticipate the future we actually consult the past it's just how the brain works so when we are thinking oh what's next and we're consulting all of the bad news we're getting and as humans we have a negative predisposition it's it's part of our survival mechanisms from evolutionary psychology like 
yeah, if we let our shit run on autopilot, we're going to look negatively towards the future. And what we're doing really though, is sacrificing the non-refundable moment of now pretending that by worrying about the future, we can somehow change it. We or can't. protect ourselves from it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I get it. Like my sisters are like, dude, that's irresponsible. You're not worrying enough. I'm like, why? Why expose my body to stress hormones that are actually going to debilitate my immune system and desynchronize my brain hemisphere so I can't think clearly, think logically. I can't be a light to the people in my life if I'm operating from a place of fear. Why is it irresponsible not to freak out? Right. And, you know, I respond like that and they just kind of be like, yeah, whatever. You're my brother. Shut up. I'm like, okay, that's, you, you get to say that because you've known me for a long time. But this like, is fun. Yeah, but it's true. Like, it's never not now. Your power to choose only exists in the now. Why not come to the place where you have power? And doing that moment by moment by moment, regardless of what's going on outside, regardless of what's going on on the news, regardless of, you know, what the, the, the news cycles are spinning, you have this peaceful domain of right now. And that's where you can express love for yourself. That's where you can express love for your family, your friends, your neighbors. Um, like nothing really changes. Like regardless of coronavirus or no coronavirus, like you only have power in the now. That doesn't change ever, ever, ever. That's what I'm saying to the people. That's what I want the people to know. Ever, ever, ever. And ever, ever. yes, <laughs> he's not wrong. You only have now and you might be in this moment of now looking at their projections of where this thing's going, what you're seeing in the town that you live in. And you're like, well, Julian, right now things are, aren't going very well. But if you are sitting in a place where you have your health, you have a, a safe space where you get to live and embrace your current circumstance of being okay, turn off your television and stop giving yourself a stimulus that is robbing you of the current moment that you have. Because chances are that if you are healthy, you are home, you're likely with your family. There's this extra time that you now have. Like myself, I'm a teacher during the day usually, but we are off like indefinitely because of this situation. And yeah, that has definitely shaken up how you know my job as a teacher looks, but it also has given me this gift of being with my family more than I ever ever am. And it's such a beautiful thing. And it, it's just a matter of knowing that all you have is now and shifting away from anything that's trying to rob you of it. Because I could sit in, a, in, a, in the same chair and, and reflect fear and panic thinking both for my health and for my, my work and everything else. Like, oh, uh, you know, how am I going to be able to get my students to a place where they actually can do well this year? Um, when will I ever go back? If I do go back, is it going to be safe for me? Uh, there's plenty of variables that I could freak out about. There's also plenty of variables that you could look at and say, okay, I'm okay. I'm in a safe space. I have my health. Um, even if you don't feel well, like you have a place to rest and you don't have to go back to work or maybe you would have, you know, stressed yourself out to a place that you had to get back into the, into the ring. So there's just plenty of opportunities within this moment to look out and say, I'm okay. And the more that you can honor that I'm okay and I'm well right here and now, the more that that will continue. But the more that you look and reflect upon yourself that, oh, I should be scared. I should be worried. The worse your immune system will react because when you shake up your nervous system with all the stress and stuff, your immune system will take a hit. And that's not fair to your immune system that you think and have convinced yourself that worry is an appropriate response to what's going on because you can draw or you can put attention on and be prepared for what is coming or what has, what is happening in front of you. Like, yeah, take the precautions that you need to 
Go grocery shopping on a limited basis. Don't leave your house all that much. Do all of the things that the government is asking you to do in a way that feels right to you, but don't feel like you have to send yourself into a tailspin to respond accordingly or respond appropriately to this stuff. It's attention versus worry. It's panic versus preparation. These things are separate. You don't have to you know, co-mingle them. You can be a conscious and aware human being that knows that there are things that are going on, that are circumstances that aren't of the highest and most fun for you while still being okay and yeah. still preparing for um, whatever needs to be prepared for. There, it doesn't have to be correlated in that sense. Yeah, in a book, you know, and it's, again, it's easy for Nick and I to sit here in our podcasting stations and be like, just don't let your circumstances control you, right? And that's true. Like, we, again, your power to choose never leaves you. You can believe it does, but it never does. But, you know, we talk about the book, Man's Search for Meaning, right? Because that dude sat through the Holocaust and he didn't sit through the Holocaust. He survived through the Holocaust and had his family taken from him and his, and his, and his health taken from him and his life taken from him, right? But the dude always remembered his sacred ability to choose, to choose his thoughts, to choose his stories, to choose his internal state, right? And so I just, I bring him up in as, a, as an example, like, yeah, Nick and I are doing a really good job of this. High five to you, Nick. You're a great guy. The lamb, mm-hmm. right? But I get it. It's easy for you guys to be like, well, it's different for me. It's different for me. And maybe it is different for you. But again, like, I'm serious. It's like your belly button. The power to choose never leaves. You forget it's there, but it never leaves. And so when you can flex that muscle, is it there, Nick? It is. My belly button is still here. One of the and my power to choose as well. One of the symptoms of coronavirus is a disappearing belly button. So let's uh, watch yourself out there, smooth criminals. Anyway. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> um, Use this as an opportunity to choose, right? Use this. If, you know, for me, a big turning point in my life was when I, I actually was like, I bought it. Like, I choose. I am the creator of my life. Quantum physics says it's true. Epigenetics says it's true. Thank you, science. But like, I just, there's this inner knowing. There's this call in my heart that's like, dude, you, you're not just this victim that has to watch this shit unfold. Like, you're an active participant in all this. And I was like, ooh, cool, 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 cool. And then, and then we all know what happened, right? Neville Goddard happened. And then, you know, coaching Tommy business. Tommy T. Yeah. Tommy T. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Thomas Trout. Oh, my God. Just don't get me started. Um, I was like, his book is just like this behemoth that always calls. Like, no. I already read you enough. But uh, I'll be back. It's right there. <laughs> I see you looking for it. Just like, uh, I have it next to me, too, but it's collecting oh. dust. One day, dude, you're going to just, you're going to get your tonsils taken out and be like, oh, I have nothing else to do. And you're going to get lost in that. You're going to finish I mean, that. It's kind of like right now. I've got nothing better to do. Got a lot dude, of time on my hands. I've been buttercup. I'm, uh, anyway, so. Yeah, we've gone down a weird tangent. Any hoot? Uh, as, I was, as I was saying, right? I had this like inkling that, wait, like maybe the, the forces that orchestrate reality, like maybe I am a co-creator with them and I'm not just this dude who wakes up and has to go to battle with life every day and hope I get a lucky break. And the more that I stepped into that shift, the more I started to see all the things I wanted start to happen. And the things that I want that didn't happen actually were replaced by something even more favorable that I didn't even see coming, right? And so um, that, those are universal. Those are universal, yeah. meaning, meaning coronavirus or no coronavirus, you're still, you're still the creator. Like you're still, you, 
don't get beat down into victim mode simply because news is telling you that you magically have less power than you did yesterday. Like, no, no, no. Your power is still your power, is still your power. Yeah. Right. Now he's zooming in on his mustache. It's very disturbing. Yeah. All right. So uh, another angle that I wanted to kind of speak to on this is something that we kind of speak to plenty over here at the New School of Success is how we are we are the source, we are the cause of our life and we get to choose how we are thinking and feeling and that will eventually create the circumstance that sits out in front of us. And the more that we put our, our source or our causation of how life gets to happen for us into other things, the less power we have. So if you put in your, your security and the amount of money you have in your bank account, if you put your confidence in how, um, how much you are weighing on the scale right now, if you put your freedom in how many vacations you put or you take a year, like if you are placing your source of getting to feel and embrace these emotional states in other things, you're doing yourself a great disservice. Now you might be able to get away with that for a while. If you have a lot of money, you'll feel secure. Sure. If you go on a bunch of trips, you'll feel like you are a free human being. Of course. If you have a spouse that cares about you, you'll feel like you have love. But when you put the source of that in other human beings or other sources, other things. Um, again, the, the disservice is that you are giving your power away and at some point you're going to get that thing stripped from you. So this coronavirus is kind of on a very grand scale, stripping some of these things away from some of you. Yeah, and it doesn't, yeah, okay. uh, and it doesn't <laughs> feel great. I get that. Like if you're a small business owner or someone that works hourly uh, at their job, and now you have to stay home and you can't go to work. Like I could understand how that circumstance is going to make you feel a lot of pain. And we understand that we're compassionate towards that. I'm giving you love from this digital voice box coming through your earbuds right now. But maybe this is a sign that you have been putting too much security in your job or in your career or in the money that you have stacked up over time. And you need to realize now that now that it's gone and you have some time to sit and think and be with yourself, that you were actually the security in the first place. It was just that you were being rewarded for the amount of security you were showing up with. And if you are, you know, separate from your family right now, the people that you have uh, kind of embodied with your right to feel love because you have to stay in your own home and you haven't seen them in a while, you haven't connected and, and sat with them and had dinner. Yeah, I know it's not fun. Like I'm not seeing my extended family right now either, but it also gives you a, a time and space to kind of sit with yourself and be like, oh, I, I am the source of love here. It's not that person over there that's saying I'm doing a good job. It's the fact that I take care of myself and I can honor myself. And that is why they're saying I'm doing a good job. It's a matter of understanding that the roles have now been reversed in a very real and tangible way. There's a lot of people that put their source of emotional state in something else. And this is actually an opportunity to see this when it's all stripped away, most of it anyway, for some of us. All of those things that we said, securities over there at my bank, um, freedoms over there when I get to Panama, uh, it's, all of these things are wrapped up in these external experiences when they are removed and you can't leave your house. Now you have to sit with the actual truth, which is you are all of those things already. And if you don't start to embrace that, you're going to have a really hard time sitting in your house and being by yourself or with your, your close loved ones. So it's, it's really this, yeah, it, it can be frightening. It can in, invoke fear within you. I get it. Again, sending you compassion and love. But if you can choose to shift your perception around, oh, this is all the stuff that's being taken away from me and start to see that as these things are currently being taken away from me. 
it's a season right now. It's going to pass as all things do. But this is actually an opportunity here for me to look within and realize that I already had all of the things that I thought those things were giving me. I already had all of the, the feelings, the emotions, the beauty of life that I thought were wrapped up in all that, all that stuff outside of me. Now you can sit in your lazy boy chair, you can sit on your couch, you can take a nap and, and dream about it, but like literally sit in your home in silence, not doing a whole lot, hopefully not numbing yourself with a whole bunch of screen time and everything else involved and realize that you already had all, those, all that stuff. The other things were just, the, 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 not the fluff of life, but they are just kind of the, the trappings of what happens when you actually have those things inside of you and are honoring them in a real way. So just, again, a shift of perception, something that we've talked about a lot as well. Look at how you're viewing this and just have a willingness to see it in a different way. Just if you don't want to feel the fear, if you don't want to feel the scarcity, if you don't want to feel the frustration, I get that. I don't I don't want to sit in that either. That's why I choose not to. Just choose to see it a little bit differently. Find an opportunity here. Find the gift within this moment that says, all that stuff's taken away. What do I still have? And the trick of it is you had all the stuff anyway. It was just that you had a bunch of stuff reminding you of that every day that convinced you. It was the trips and the money and the people that made it worth living or made it worth experiencing life in a full way. But you, already have all of those things. So I think that is my monologue. Julian, what do you have to add? Questions? Any Two concerns? Things. Two things. So Two things. Really what Nick is saying, lean in to what is being presented to you, right? Like we talk about all the time, suffering comes from resisting what is, right? Yep. That's where right. suffering comes from, resisting what is, trying to be somewhere you're not. Life has brought you to this point. It doesn't make mistakes. Life is that mirror. It doesn't make mistakes. So we experience a great amount of suffering when we resist what is. Instead of leaning in and understanding what is here for me, right? What is here for me? And I may catch a little bit of poop for this, but I'm willing to say it because it's my truth, bro. This is such a good poop catcher. I may catch a lot of poop for this. But again, we're talking about these universal laws, these universal principles that never waver. If they ever wavered, the world will descend into molecular chaos, right? Like they have to, they're universal. A law is a law is a law. Nick to you, what up? Um, and uh, I've been, I've been nurturing my relationship with whatever greater source there is, right? I've, I think Nick and I have both chased this thing vigorously. This just this understanding of this weaver, what this energetic weaver, this quantum creator, like we call it God, universe, life source, whatever. And one commonality, one common thread that has woven its way through every single thing I've ever read or discovered or, or these lightning bolts that have struck me as just moments of fucking truth are life supports life. Life force works and flows for the fullness and evolution of for further life force. It does not work inverted. It cannot work against itself. If it did, again, molecular chaos would ensue. The world that you are engaging in, the three-dimensional world, would literally collapse into a black hole if somehow these laws inverted upon themselves, which means that in some way, shape, or form, there is good here. In some way, shape, or form, this is life force working for the betterment and the fulfillment of fuller expressions of life force. It just is. It just is. And whether we see it now or in a year or in 10 years, we'll look back and be like, ooh. That's what was really going on. And I use the example of my mom dying all the time. Like, did I want it? No. Was it pleasant? No. 
at the time, was I like, this isn't fair. This should not be happening. Yeah, that's what I was saying. But I can look back on it now and, and look and be like, well, nope, that was life force unfolding for life force because of what it did for me and how it woke me up. And actually, after a deep, deep, deep ayahuasca retreat, I realized that my mom never left at all, that she's here. Consciousness. Hi, Julian's least. mom. What's your, what's your mom's name? Christy. Hi, Christy. Christy's in the house. Has always Thanks been in the house. Thanks for being here. Yeah. And so, again, like her quote unquote dying woke me up, sent me on this path of service and enlightenment that led me to this ayahuasca retreat in this beautiful full circle of me seeing that she never left. How beautiful is that? That I got all the growth and I never actually lost what I thought I lost. That's cool. Thanks, universe, God, life source. So, we appreciate like I said, you. I may get a little poopier, maybe a little, little fling, a little poop it out, Julian. But I'm going to stand in it. Like in some way, shape, or form, this is life force moving forward for life force in some way, shape, or form. Let the yes. poop flinging begin. Ah, well, to prevent a little bit of poop flinging, I don't know if you have seen uh, some of the information that's come out, and I haven't, you know, jumped in head first right, uh, to to fact check every single point that I've seen here. But I have seen some images uh, come across my phone of the pollution in certain countries has decreased quite a bit uh, from this coronavirus situation because everybody's staying home. So there's not as much emission and there's not as much uh, human stuff happening outside. Less traffic. You can get from A to B in a zippy. (laughs) Sure, that too. But the point being like in terms of life supporting life, maybe our planet needed to breathe for a bit. And yes, there is, there is obviously the consequence of there is human lives being lost here. And I get that. Um, hopefully you are not. Yeah, but they're super old. Oh Jesus. Now the poop's really going to fling. That was, um, that was me being a little, little nugget disturber. Just a little yeah. nugget disturber. Yeah. Anyway, but the point being like, yes, there, there are things that are happening that aren't, great. I, I get that human beings are being affected by it. There's illness, there is death, all of that stuff is real. But there is this weird thing that if you look at the satellite pictures over China, um, there's, there used to be this polluted cloud of all the emissions, like they have a billion people hanging out in this, this, this area. And then, oh, all of you have to go inside. None of you can use your cars. And they have to uh, reduce a lot of their, their emissions of, of what they used to do as a human. And the clearing up of that, since the coronavirus has kind of become a big thing in China, um, in terms of life supporting life, like, yeah, that, that is kind of a point to that. There's, there's a point in time where the, the world needed to breathe a little bit. And maybe this is that thing that's making that do that. So looking for... And you're more mindful of all the toilet paper you waste. Also that too. But the point being that there is whether it be how you want to view it from your own personal standpoint or looking at it globally, there are things to look at that can be a, a benefit. There are things that you can find that are positive within this. And again, there's going to be a lot of, of stimulus and information that's saying, stay home, be scared. Things are happening and it's bad. Okay, cool. We can acknowledge that without a place of, of judgment or not, without a place of fear and just look at it and be knowledgeable that things are going on. But also there are things that are happening, whether it be the pollution being reduced um, or just kind of, it seems like they're kind of getting a handle on this worldwide and they're trying to pin, pin the actual sickness down. There are things here that we can celebrate and look at and, and instead of feel, feeling that fear in our heart as we continue to watch this thing unfold, know that this season is only going to be temporary as all seasons are. We're going to get through this. And while we're here in it to get on the other side of it with 
with something that we can actually honor and move forward with powerfully, we have to kind of embrace where we're at and not try to be somewhere else. Like Julian said, like embrace where you're at, find the positives, find the things that are good within this, embrace the idea that you aren't doing all the things that used to keep you so busy in your egoic mind and just sit and be still and find out that you're going to be okay and find out that you were the source of everything in the first place. Like this could be an inward journey that you were saying like, oh yeah, when, I, when things slow down, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Now's the time. Here's your gift. Things are slowing down. You're not allowed to go anywhere in most places. So enjoy the time that you have said, yeah, when I have time, I'll do that thing. Do that thing now. Use the time wisely. Use the, the moment in time that a lot of us are kind of locking up and, and just shutting down for a long time. Use it wisely. And this could be literally one of the best things that happens to you so long as you stay safe and responsible in terms of your health. Mic drop. Ah. Clementine drop. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, exactly what Nick said. Your perception and your attitude, both things that you control, can totally redirect your experience of what's going on. Real big Lion King theme I didn't even get, but the shirt's Lion King too. Wow. Nick is really bringing the Hakuna Matata into this podcast conversation. It means no worries. Exactly. Wow. And he's wearing a Cleveland Indians hat, which is my team. They speak to my heart. Love it. Uh, but yeah, guys, the power is you. It's always been you. It's always going to be you. Coronavirus or no coronavirus, the laws of oh, the laws of consciousness do not change. So you can be a beacon of love and light right now. You can create a magical moment for your family right now without a vacation. You can just, you know, build a fucking pillow fort. Pillow fort. There you yeah. go. Pillow fort. Be, be spontaneous and goofy and loving. Like all that stuff can happen now, moment by moment by moment by moment, because you have the power to choose here now. Not when you're looking forward to being like, do I need to stock up on shotgun shells for the zombie apocalypse? Like that, that's not now. Now is now. Right. So live now. Be here now. And be here now. Man, that'll solve a lot of your problems. Coronavirus or no coronavirus. So that's what I'm gonna leave on Nick. Any closing remarks before we go Bell City, baby? Oh, Bell City. <laughs> Nothing much else. I mean, again, we want you to understand that we're delivering this message to you in a way that hopefully is is coming across loving and trying to give you guys some compassion. Everybody's in a place of Don't fear. Poop at me. Don't fling too much poop at Julian. We understand that the circumstance isn't ideal. Nobody would have asked for this and said, hey, I'd take an order of the coronavirus, please. Nobody does that, but we're here. So we need to look at that and not try to run from it, not try to uh, escape the now, not try to escape the circumstance, but see it differently, shift our perception, and just continue to find ways that this could be a good thing. You have more time. You have more time with your family. All time. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody is kind of scrambling for more time. And here we are, we have plenty of it. So use it, go in, do some meditation, do some journaling, read a good book, like turn your TV off for the love Make of a, God. A, a hot cup of coffee, put some vanilla creamer in it and journal about things. Always a good tip. Just, just I mean, a tip. That would be great. I may do that later. And it's I not a bad that. idea at all. Yes, oh. I agree. That would be a good sesh, a good sesh. Good sesh, good sesh. All right, Julian. We've both, we've both given them tangible taco takeaway tidbits. Yeah. I think it's time that we take them to the bell, shall we? Ring that son of a gun. Mm-hmm. Poop flinger! <laughs> <laughs>